aka Monster Man. Today we will be talking about the 2010 Wolfman. But before we do, let's talk about the latest movie news. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Marvel has been busy this week. Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons, will come out in Marvel's Secret Invasion film. Uh, we also got our first teaser trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, where we finally got to see the real Mandarin, and uh, we got a glimpse of the actual rings. Uh, so it's a, it was a really good trailer. Uh, go check it out. And uh, last but not least, the Flash movie also finally started filming, and they gave us a glimpse at the new uh, Flash logo. Um, and that's it for the movie news this week. Let's talk about The Wolfman. This particular film, it just happens to be one of my favorites. It's actually what inspired my uh, little nickname, uh, Monster Man, which I actually use in the uh, fantasy football, which I've been using for the last couple of years. And then it's actually what started kind of like my fandom towards uh, Universal Monsters. Uh, I started off with The Wolfman in 2010, and then I kind of got into the older films. I kind of wanted to see how the black and white films were made, and so I started watching those, and then I started collecting, you know, little figurines, and I just kind of really, I got really into the whole, the monster universe, and so I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about this film, also because it's uh, extremely underrated. Um, many people don't even know about this film. I looked it up. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 34% from the critics and 33% from the fans. I don't understand why. I was trying to look at some reviews that were, you know, for me to explain or for them to explain why it was so bad. And I didn't really understand the, the critiquing of it. I thought it was a great film. Um, the action was great, and I think the uh, most important part was that it paid tribute to the classics. I do want to warn you guys, this is the spoilers part of the podcast, so if you have not seen the movie and you're interested, please go watch it and then come back, and so we can discuss it, and you guys can kind of know what's going on. But uh, anywho, let's get right into the uh, film. And here we go. Uh, this was re- uh, directed by Joe Johnston, who has um, a couple movies that he's directed. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Jumanji, Jurassic Park, uh, Captain America, The First Avenger. So those are some pretty good films. Obviously, there's more, but those are the ones that I kind of uh, put up there that are very well known. This film stars Benicio del Toro as uh, Lawrence, Anthony Hopkins as his dad, John, and uh, Emily Blunt as Gwen, the love interest. So the main character, Lawrence, is goes back to his hometown in England, 
and he's an actor, and he receives a letter from his sister-in-law that his brother is missing. So he wants to know what's going on, so he ends up going back to his hometown, and this is kind of where we get to see John, uh, his dad. This is where we meet John. This is where we meet Gwen, the sister-in-law. And as soon as he gets there, he finds out that his brother was killed, uh, that he was found in a ditch, and it looked like he was attacked by some sort of animal. This ends up becoming the premise of the entire film. It's Lawrence going back home, uh, trying to figure out who or what killed his brother, and then from there, we end up finding out uh, a lot more than what he was trying to do. Uh, we find out more about him, his backstory, what happened to his brother, what happened to his mother, who actually, quote-unquote, committed suicide. The first half of this film, I think, was done pretty good. We get to uh, meet Gwen, we get to meet his dad, uh, the whole setup on the town, the creepy house, I think was all done very well. We get to know exactly what's going on. Um, we get to see uh, him trying to figure it out, uh, going to the gypsy camp at night, and then him uh, getting bit by this monster, uh, which we, at that point, we still don't know what's going on, or he doesn't know what's going on. All he knows is, you know, that there's this lunatic or thing attacking the town so he gets attacked and he almost dies this does become a turning point uh, for the film because obviously uh, he does get attacked and while he's healing uh, the sister-in-law is there to pretty much taking care of him the entire time so I know that a lot of people were uh, not fans or usually they're not fans of like the whole love interest but um, here was subtle. I mean, they had little conversations here and there, and you can kind of feel the chemistry with them. So she stays there to uh, make sure that he's good. Uh, and, and they just get closer um, with, with each other throughout the film and so that you can actually feel that their, uh, their relationship is growing. In the next coming days, the town starts talking, talking about how he is cursed, and we start seeing him uh, heal incredibly, incredibly fast, and then just little things that uh, he's pretty much about to transform into this monster. And on the very next full moon, he finally transforms, right? This is where we see the main character finally transform into the Wolfman. And let's talk about that because that the transformation had a werewolf in London vibe to it. You can see the uh, the pain that Lawrence uh, was going through as his feet and legs were stretching, uh, the hair that was coming out on his body, the, uh, the fingers contorting different ways. I thought uh, that was done. Uh, pretty good. The makeup artist it was Rick Baker, who is an actually an Academy Award winner. Uh, he's been nominated uh, 
for the award for best makeup around 11 times and has won seven of them actually so uh the 2010 being his uh last winning uh award for the wolfman of course my favorite part of this whole makeup was that they were actually trying to keep it as uh as close to the classic the 1941 classic as possible um rick baker in an interview said I didn't want to change the elements that made the classic Wolfman, and Benicio de Toro was happy to look exactly like the Jack Pierce Wolfman, but with an update. Now, this film is over 10 years old, and I've realized that it's actually aged well in the uh, CGI department. Um, I've gone back and watched it a couple of times, and the CGI on it is it's, it's incredible. Uh, I, I know there's there's some films out there that if you you go back and see them the the CGI just isn't doesn't hold up as well but I think uh, this one does a very good job and it, it doesn't look terrible. Now you can't have a good Wolfman movie without uh, really gore, really good gore in it. Um, there is a review by John Squire that says. It pulled zero punches in the violence department, earning its R rating with an impressive array of on-screen brutality that spilled the red stuff all over the screen. Whenever I see a good review or even a bad review and it's written well, then I'll make sure to uh, put it on here so you guys can kind of get a better understanding of the film because honestly, I am not a writer and if I can find somebody that can say those things a lot better than I definitely will. So a lot happens after his transformation, right? So he transforms, he goes on a killing spree. Um, he ends up uh, getting caught the next day, which uh, his dad actually um, turns him in. And this is where he ends up at the psych ward, where people still believe that he's a lunatic and he's not necessarily a monster. and that he just went crazy because he has a, a past. And so he is tortured there uh, at the psych ward. And this is where we have his father come in. And he pretty much um, tells him everything. He tells him that he is the one that uh, killed his mother. He's the one that turns into the monster um he tells them the story of of the little boy in india and how he gets infected by him we get the big confession that uh he killed his wife while transforming uh when he was a little boy and he tells them that he kills his son because he didn't want him to leave home when he got married with Gwen so he ends up killing him and it doesn't really seem like he has a lot of remorse for killing his son and he kind of the dad finally decides that it's you know kind of okay to have the beast unleashed so now obviously Lawrence is pissed off he says he's gonna kill him and this is where we get the next full moon scene which is actually one of my favorites I will kill all of you! Yes, well, 
So we have the doctor trying to disprove Lawrence that he isn't a werewolf in front of a, a whole group of doctors in a room. And doctor, the doctor mentions that he's not much of a werewolf as him sprouting wings and flying out the window. Well, what happens? He transforms in front of everyone and he starts pretty much killing everybody in that room. And throws them out the window, which was kind of ironic. He escapes and so he starts um, he starts running on top of uh, the rooftops. So Lawrence is being chased on the rooftops by the inspector. Uh, I forgot to mention him. He, the actor that plays him, is a uh, Hugo Weaving, and he also plays Agent Smith in The Matrix. For you guys that might not know, and uh, he's the one that was in charge of capturing Lawrence. And he was also present in the room when, in the psych ward when he transforms. So he is following them on the rooftops. And that's where we get the famous scene of him standing up on top of the gargoyle, uh, howling in, uh, in the middle of London. I do want to talk about the scene right after this, after the whole killing spree going crazy in the city of London, uh, where he is running from the cops and he goes to see Gwen who owns a little shop in the city and that's pretty much where both of them talk about their feelings and they finally share to each other that uh, they want to be with each other and they share a kiss and uh, he tells her everything that he knows the whole uh, her the dad being a an actual monster, how he killed his mother, and how he killed her husband. Now, let's jump into the last scene of the film, and this is where Lawrence decides to go back to Blackmore to kill his father. Everyone's looking for him, so he has to take a discreet path back to town. They don't explain how much time has passed by the time he gets to the town, but by the time he gets there, it's already the next full moon. Uh, he finds his father, and the Battle of Werewolves begins. Uh, I thought it was really smart how they differentiated both Wolfman's and his dad had the uh, white hair. Uh, somewhere in the middle of the fight, the inspector and Gwen show up, and the inspector is bitten by one of the werewolves. Uh, Lawrence ends up um, uh, fighting with his with uh, the other werewolf, he sends him flying into a large fire in the chimney and cuts off his head. So he ends up killing his dad. Right at the very end, we see Gwen shooting and killing the wolfman, uh, Lawrence, because she pretty much doesn't have any other choice. And um, one thing that I didn't mention was the importance of uh the symbol of symbolism in the movie and that's the cane that lauren shows up in in the beginning of the film uh, the cane has a silver wolf head on top of it they don't show how he gets the cane in the theatrical version but in the director's cut you see that lauren's received the cane by a stranger uh, on the train on his way to blackmore uh the cane ends up in the hands of the inspector as a way of saying that he is the next wolfman. It was also 
a nod to the classic film, and it's also a great way to end the film. So that was my review for The Wolfman. Um, thank you for being patient, and for, if you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to rate the film, and I'm going to rate it an A, uh, obviously, because it's one of my favorite movies. I've seen it a million times. I never get tired of it. It's one of those films that you can watch over and over again. And uh, it's good every time. Uh, so you don't have to agree with me. You can also, you can disagree. It's okay. Um, so let me know what you guys think. Uh, watch the movie and uh, send me a message. Uh, we are at uh, movielocos at yahoo.com. You can catch me on Twitter at um, Monster Monster Man and on Instagram at Monster underscore Man 89. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for the next episode uh, real soon. And uh, have a good one, guys.